0: No, I can hear you now. Hey, girl. I know. Hey, girl. I know. I, I hit you with all that energy at first. I was like, hey, girl. You're like, hello. <laughs> My bad. I couldn't hear How are you? No, it's all good. I'm doing great. I'm glad we got a chance to finally speak. And it's cool because it's, it's like a, a podcast episode. but Super cool. And who knew I would be doing a podcast? But <laughs> Those things like at this point, people have been talking me into over the past few years. And I'm like, well... Fuck it, I'm, just well, that. now,
1: exactly, I
0: mean, you know what's the worst that could happen?
1: <laughs> right I <It laughs> turn <out> great, exactly,
0: <laughs> but um, thank you for calling in and um allowing me to interview you. Of course, you're not a musician unless you have some type of talent that I don't know about.
1: All, all the all the hidden talents. <laughs> I know.
0: Unless you play some crazy instruments, like this crazy singer that I just don't know about. Like, you're just like me, you just have a different type of appreciation for music. Um, and that, you know, that's great too. Yeah. I'm all for having good conversation about music. Absolutely. Uh,
1: no, I have like, so I've I played the, like I played a, a clarinet and the trumpet and a little bit of the drums in, right. um, like, high school and, like, growing up and stuff. Um, but now I just have a, a, a knack for music. Like, my family's in music. Um, grew up listening to all kinds of stuff. Um, my dad's a big 80s head, like, 80s, like, rock and jazz. Mm-hmm. Like, that's his thing. My mom is, like, old school R&B. Um, so I kind of just had this eclectic ear from like birth (laughs) of just like music and instruments and live bands and like all kinds of stuff so I'm just a lover and music enthusiast if you will (laughs) absolutely
0: yeah that's what I was wondering because I noticed we have like a very similar music taste Mm -hmm. and I know where it comes from so I was like and I played violin and and from the 5th grade to high school oh that's dope and like I can play certain things by ear I used to take guitar lessons and things like that so, I mean, that could be a, a piece of it, but I know my parents are older, mm-hmm. so my mom was listening to, for the most part, like, 70s, soft rock, blue-eyed soul, mm-hmm. but, like, Town at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So we would be in the car listening to, like, the Eagles, but, like, Chicago, mm-hmm. Ambrosia, all that stuff. But then we would also, like, be listening to Curtis Mayfield and Stevie Wonder and, you know things like that and then whoever was coming out so we had like the you know the waiting to exhale soundtrack mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? mm-hmm. but like I honestly didn't even really listen to I was a teeny bopper but I didn't really listen to any rap music even until high school same yeah it's weird it's like I it's not that I couldn't or I wasn't allowed to but I just it just didn't I couldn't relate to it because I didn't grow up in the hood either it's like I grew up in the suburbs <laughs> right.
1: with these old parents so it's
0: like I just couldn't connect it it was like well I, I don't know that life so right I'm just
1: gonna out. and my parents are fairly young uh like they're both 50 so my mom had wow. me when she was young but mm-hmm. um they grew up on a lot of old school stuff too um and then like my I have uncles that were in a band um my uncle trademark he raps um, but like I would go to D.C. for the summer, and mm-hmm. my uncles—mind you, they're younger than my mom, obviously—but they would pop in like these old Soul Train tapes, and we would literally just sit there and smoke and watch <laughs> and watch <laughs> Soul Train all night. And they would quiz me on like who is this sound and who is this band. So I really got a good appreciation for funk and um, and like live live music and like just old instrumentation like we would like watch videos of marvin Gaye in the studio and like just all kinds of stuff and like this is this is something like i'm like 15 16 i'm in dc for the summer it's like no kid is spending their summer listening and studying music like that just sounds right. random as hell but i thoroughly enjoyed it <laughs>
0: no i get it I, I i was basically doing the same but i didn't have anybody to do it with so i was the kid like in my room watching MTV all day. Or, like, VH1, like, uh Soul. Mm-hmm. VH1 Soul. But, like, I remember even, like, with, like, a Prince. I had this Prince infatuation when I was, like, eight. <laughs> <laughs> but it was based off of his album, um, Emancipation. Mm-hmm. So, at that point, like, I fell in love with him. I, I don't know how I fell in love with him off of that, but, like... That was it. That was, that man, was, it. That was <laughs> it. That was it. And then, like, Kind of Ari kind of does the same thing now where she I have a tape player and she has a karaoke machine that takes CDs <laughs> so now she's like whatever's on here I'm playing it because this is cool I, like she has, she has Spotify but it's cooler to like insert a tape and press play and right line to flip it over so she's listening to like j- jazz music she's listening to Selena she's listening to old No Doubt CDs like it's it's really random but I think that's why I began to dive into it yeah and then my yeah, my mom was jamming so hard like I have nobody in my family that listens to music like I'll say me and my mom do yeah but like nobody plays anything nobody sings I don't know where it came from like with me how it got so intense but I'm the person that watches music documentaries same. for fun same and yeah. I, I can watch the same one 50 times
1: <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> with no problem, no problem. Can, like, tell people about it and they'll be like T you're just weird Like you no, know what I mean like, don't about understand
1: it. I, there's this running joke about the way I talk about music and food is like ridiculously passionate. They're like nobody, like I can listen to a song I'm like, oh my God, do you hear the bass in that? Or do you hear the strings in the back? And it's like, no, I just like the song. I'm like, right, y'all tripping. It.
0: <laughs> and see, it's rare for me to find another girl that or like female same. woman that has the same type of ear because I hang around a lot of guys and a lot of musicians, and it's like I can do that with them, but I'm like, man, I just can't. I don't know many people. I mean, I know a lot of people that have like the basic appreciation for my appreciation, right? Right. But not that I can be like, yo, did you hear that? They're like, yeah, like you said, no, I didn't hear
1: that. (laughs) So it's it's awesome that you know
0: I could share that with somebody. Absolutely.
1: I feel like I feel like we've been like long long lost friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, certain stuff. And I'm like, man, you actually like that. You you like, you know. Yeah. Like, like I said, the I think it was the Eagles we talked about one day. Mm-hmm. But just like going back, and it's like, oh, so you get it. Like you get it on a different level. Totally cool. get it. Totally get it. <laughs> so you said you got music from your family. That's. Mm-hmm. Dope. Man, I wish.
1: I wish I had that. Yeah, it's it's so crazy because it's something you don't really realize until like like now. Me, you're having this conversation. I'm like, yeah, my family is very musically inclined. Like everybody to some extent, like, either play some kind of instrument or um, it's just very well-versed in, in music and their history of it. So it's kind of cool, like, now I'm thinking about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to be in the music industry in any way? Yes. Ever-
1: I wanted to be a singer forever. And I quickly uh, realized that uh, I'm just too shy from shit like that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm not the girl that's going to get on stage and start singing um I've, yeah. I've done it a time or two it's very nerve-wracking for me I guess it's, yeah. one, it's one of those gifts that I never really took the time to nurture so I kind of just mm-hmm. left it where it was but yeah I wanted to be an entertainer for the longest like um I write I used to write songs in like middle and high school um me and one of my friends from like elementary school we had a little singing group and would we'll go around singing like you know my parents or in the living yeah. room putting on little shows little crazy stuff like that yeah um, but yeah I, it's not something that I not that I don't have a passion for it per se it's just not anything that I nurtured so I kind of just stick to listening to music and app- appreciating other people that can sing if right. <laughs> you ever think about do doing anything like behind the scenes with music absolutely it's kind of how i started um my talk show like four or five years ago um mm-hmm. i just i there was this band called third Ship generation and they would randomly like pull up and like just play um mm-hmm. and then from there i kind of started doing this uh thing where i would gather people around on wednesdays and like have wine and we have all these discussions but then like um, they would play, the band would play, or I would have an artist come and, you know, they would do their thing and, like, it turned into this whole, like, show experience thing. Um, so it was kind of cool. I did that for, like, maybe two years, two and a half years. Um, so I liked I liked doing that, like, bringing people together and talking about music or having a new artist that nobody's ever heard of and putting them on the, you know, new people and gaining a new fan base. So for me, that was that satisfied me enough where it's like, okay, I want to keep doing this part. Like, I like I like this part of <laughs> right. um, of being an entertainer, not actually entertaining people.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I got into it. I'll say it was about 10 or 11 years ago. We'll say 11 years ago. That sounds mm-hmm. like it was a long time ago. It does. Like, 2009. <laughs> <laughs> i like, was it that long ago? Right. But I was... I'm from Indianapolis, so that's um, dope you don't NFL, hear that every day i know it's people are like oh i say indiana and people are like oh you're from gary because like, yeah. <laughs> michael jackson was i was from gonna gary. say you know it's the only town i think people know about indiana <laughs> but i'm like but how like indianapolis is the capital like we have the pacers the colts we have all these sports teams but people are like oh yo you must be from gary and it's gary like, you know, is like the most dangerous city in the nation which oh, is crazy that's interesting did not and it's that. like away from chicago so it's like oh yeah and a half hours away from Indianapolis so it's like no, nah, I've, I've never been to Gary <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was I was friends with Tiara Thomas back like in middle school high Dope. school in college and so when we were in college she was still like in her dorm room like playing guitar mm-hmm. and I was like man T you should get like some shows I was telling people about her like just all over Indiana let's say yeah and so she was like dude one day you just need to like manage me like you just need to manage me. And I'm like, I don't know anything about managing anybody. Like, I'm a chemistry major. I'm like 21 years old. And I had never been outside of Indiana, like lived outside of Indiana. Wow. But I always kind of, I always wanted to be a producer. Like, I was, of course, in love with Pharrell. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I mean, you know, I have an appreciation for it, but if you just need help, girl, I'll help you out, you know? But that turned into me creating a management company. Um, That's I managed her Yeah, like, and I moved here based off that. I dropped out of college. Wow, so that's huge. Yeah, it was it was really wild. But she got with Wale. We came here. Well, a friend of mine. He he was one of the writers on Blame It, Mm -hmm. um, and also Say I. Like he used to live in Indiana. My friend Nate, Um, and so he was like, "Man, bring her out here. Bring her to Atlanta." So we came out here. I came out here first. Kind of peep the scene and then brought her out here, and that's where we we met Wale at Opera of mm-hmm. like all places. I'm <laughs> awesome, like just like a happened Atlanta. to walk by here,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, like that's that's Atlanta. All of <laughs> like, second time ever coming to Atlanta, we just bump into Wale, like, right? had this random conversation, and he's like, "Oh, yo, send me some tracks." Like, we're like okay, <laughs> you know. But you know that's how all that came about with Bad and everything. That is so dope. Yeah. I, but I stopped managing her. I was managing, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Y.E. Ali. He's out yeah. in Cali.
1: Name sounds very familiar.
0: Yeah, he. I mean, he's he's written on some, like, Chris Brown stuff. He's an artist, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dope. I was managing him, too. He's from Indiana. Okay. He's actually from
1: Gary, basically. <laughs> he's he's literally from Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's
0: from Um So, basically, I saw how easy it was. Before I stopped managing her, I saw how easy it was to make moves out here, mm-hmm. and I felt like I was connected enough. Why I just kind of dropped everything and moved out here, um and then I started managing a couple of bands. I managed Willie Hen at a point. That's dope. Uh, that was so tight, and I was doing like a showcase. So, long story short, it was just like okay, well now I can see how I, I can play a part in the music industry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even at 22, I was still a little bit naive, but I was working it out.
1: Yeah,
0: I wasn't. Privy to how things worked and how people were, I was still kind of green as far as trusting people. Mm-hmm. So I was making all these moves, but I had no paperwork with anybody. I was just going off the love. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> it's funny because that's um, shoot, Willie. Um, Willie came to one of my shows when I was putting it on, but I've met so many people, just like you said, just kind of moving and shaking. So funny, I dropped. I dropped out of school when I started doing that show, and I met like. I just started fucking meeting people. I mean like people that I that I didn't know were that important in Atlanta or you know like I just like you said moving off the love and you know I would get invited to like all kinds of like random pool parties like um I met uh Nick Grant at a show uh, a little like um a mini uh, listening party he had and mm. and then from there like I met Trans Lee, and then that, you know, that was cool. Oh, yeah. And he came to my show once, and like just moving off the love and like meeting people again. No, no kind of paperwork, <laughs> but yeah, oh. I seen how easy it is to just be connected with people. Like if you just do dope shit, um, right. and you and you cool, you know. So it makes it makes it easier. But I would that would be really dope to manage people. I never even thought about doing that. I I don't think I got the the energy you to do it though. well yeah
0: that's, and see that's the part like i i i work with so many artists like even more than that and it's like at some point i think when i had Ari, i was like look it's like being a parent so yeah i have to be an actual parent now yeah. and i don't have to you know keeping up with everybody right but i still wanted to, i think that's why i started ts top five because people always come to me for music mm-hmm. and I, I instead of sending each individual person a list of music to listen to um i would just i just started a playlist yeah it was like here everybody check it out once a week i'll just give y'all a couple songs a week that i'm listening to yeah yeah
1: um, i like I the entire concept of it i don't know how i even started following it but when i did i was like yeah this shit's hot <laughs> yeah no like this. it wasn't
0: even intended to be such a thing yeah. but now it's like where i'm a couple years into or a few years into it and then also the goal of still wanting to help artists but like mm-hmm. in your- so if i find good music whether you're big or not i want to be able to feed that to the people and then also with this i want to be able to talk to the actual artists so that people can get to know them right. before they're huge right. you know right um but i think we we come from the same you know passion when it comes to that Absolutely. i love i love helping people out and and putting people on i
1: love i love hearing so many new people that have actually honestly great music like to me that's just so yeah. fucking dope like you don't I hate when people say like oh they don't make music like they used to anymore I'm like you are a liar <laughs> and gotta I gotta trust you just you gotta, gotta find it. it yeah you gotta find it and then like you know you got you can't listen to the same you know the same artist all the time I know people have like you know their mainstream favorites but I'm like those does sometimes like those people have a lot of people that write for them, like behind the scenes, and the the gems are behind those people, like not even the actual exactly. artist itself. And uh, you know, just being able to tell people about other artists and putting them on new music—that shit is it's really dope.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the name of the podcast, like, so of course it's Tia's Top Five, but it's make good music cool because I really want people to go back to, like, when you watch—I know you get this when you watch music documentary. You see how cool it was to be a good musician back in the day. Like, mm-hmm. you couldn't buy without being, having actual talent. Right. Or else it would be a embarrassing. People would look at you like, who the fuck is this? Like, they can't play. Like, how dare you come up here not play? Exactly. Exactly. Now it's not the same. And then, you know, especially Black musicians, there are a lot out there still, but it's not as um, prominent to be a Black musician and be a huge musician at the same time, like a huge... Celebrity <clears throat> or um, somebody on top forty.
1: Yeah, especially because so, you don't really have to be a musician per se. Yeah, but exactly. It's man. When you do find a good one, it's it's appreciated because it's so rare. Yeah, like you see, like an Anderson Pack.
0: It might not be his main thing, but when you watch his show, yeah, when you go to Pack show and see him hop on the drums. It's refreshing for sure. Because so, you know he actually you know has a passion for the the music. Hmm um but yeah i i it's these days like you said you just have to dig for it and so people just like thrifting you know some people are like i hate thrifting because i have to go through everything and find yeah good thing
1: not my strongest suit
0: (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) but like we have time like if you if you is that's what you love to do like we can go through all the shit Find find the gems and then I'll give it to you since you don't right. feel like looking for it. I'll, I'll get you, I'll give
1: you what I find. Shout out to all the thrifters. <laughs> you know I'm a thrifter, though, so maybe that's part of the thing. I think like, I can, like I'm I'm okay at it. I just I get very really irritated and I'm like you know what I'm just just don't worry about it. I'm just not gonna buy clothes. <laughs> like I'm gonna go to the mall. Yeah, I'm gonna just go to the mall and find a dress and call it a day.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so what are you so what are you? Right now when you listen to music, what do you look for in music? Like like how do you know it's a good song?
1: Um, usually if there's not a honestly, usually like the first five to ten seconds, I'm like, Yeah, this shit's fire. Right. Right. <laughs> and too. then um if there's not like um a, a major uh like song change, like if they use a sample like um what's that song? Idea by I Am Nobody, like I, mm-hmm. I like that. When I first heard it off the sample, I was like, yeah, this shit's hot. And then the, mm-hmm. the beat changed, and I was like, oh my god, that <laughs> shit is so tough. I was like, yeah. right. um But I don't know. I usually like stuff um like for my playlist, at least, like herbal tea and whiskey. I try to do things that are kind of mellow. Every now and again, I like to throw like something as random as hell in there. um mm-hmm. But I usually like just stuff that I listen to like in my house when I'm chilling or like cleaning or cooking or just doing like regular things that i can i know i can just listen to this forever like if this if if i have a list of these songs and they're all in the same like genre same kind of vibe then like that's kind of my my theme of what i like to listen to just something that's chill um and i feel like everything kind of has its own time and place for everything like i i do like i like hip-hop I'm not a hip hop head, (laughs) but I definitely like I could I could appreciate some good bars, like some good content, some good Mm -hmm. flow. You know, I I, the trans you know transition into, um, you know your verse and like how you can go in and out with metaphors and stuff. Like painting pictures and telling that story. Like I like I like that part of hip hop. So Mm -hmm. yeah, just something that's cool, something that's vibey, nothing, nothing too crazy. Like, right. <laughs> just, do
0: you like... ever feel like out of place cuz I sometimes I feel like this where I'm like damn I don't know when people bring up certain hip hop or like rap songs I'm like damn I feel like I I need to I feel like I need to do more research on like I'm not a big fan of Nas right mm-hmm. I like his new album it's way more vibey than his other albums have been Okay. But when people like geek out over certain things I'm like damn I wish I wish I was more of a hip hop head. I think I turned into a hip hop head uh-huh. at the end of high school. So I like I love Jay Z, but I'm I still need to be able to move somehow to it, even if it's a nice body. Right,
1: right. Yeah. I feel the legit same way. So, you know, we do the the No Buffer podcast every Monday. And mm-hmm. it's literally nothing but guys and they're hip hop rap heads. So right. sometimes they'll get, like, in a conversation, and I'm just, like, lost. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know when this album came out. They're, like, going back and forth about when this album came out, when that album came out. And I'm like, maybe I need to go do some research on hip-hop. Because right. I was like, R&B, you got me old school. I'm down. But this part, I don't really know. Sometimes I do feel, feel a little bit left out. Um, but then it kind of makes me appreciate, like, me going back and learning about that kind of, you know, like, rap. hip-hop and rap <clears throat>
0: yeah, I can see that. Me too. It's, I mean, it's kind of the same. I do feel good. I don't have you ever listened to
1: Quest Love's podcast? Uh, I heard like one episode and then I, I for whatever reason, I didn't go back because it's like You'd 50 me, other like, episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. There's
0: a lot, but I think you would actually enjoy it because he's like a him and Fonte. There is another lady on there, I can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. But I love Little Brother, so Fante made me happy. I
1: love the fact he's on there, girl. Yeah.
0: But
1: I'm gonna definitely love. check it out. There's a few of them that I like really actually take the time out and listen to. So like mm-hmm. of course, Joe Button is like one of my favorite podcasts, just because the oh, shit yeah. is hilarious. Um, <laughs> exactly. But Joe Budden, um, I did like TI's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very insightful. I guess because it wasn't specifically about music, was why I listened to it. Um, yeah. And just knowing him as an artist and, and, you know, his perspective and stories on different things was really cool. Yeah. Um, but it's not, it's not too many podcasts that I really take the time out to, like, repeatedly listen to. Uh, right. I gotta do at that. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought I was <laughs> listening to the podcast two weeks ago.
0: Because, like, I say this. I, I've said this every time I record it. But I thought podcasts were corny yeah the people talk for x amount of time, to- like right. x amount of minutes or hours i'm like that's wild to me oh then so- like
1: how then then not only that it's like what are you talking about repeatedly <laughs> for three fucking hours but then when i started doing a podcast i was like oh i totally get it because sometimes like yeah. you can have a list of whatever you want to talk about but the convers, you know kind of just letting the conversation flow like is is pretty dope
0: yeah, yeah, it's like I get it now that I've forced myself to listen to a few. Yeah, um, yeah, because even Joe Button's like the well, I just started listening to the newest one okay. today. The other day was it was three and a half hours, and I'm like, yo, I, <laughs> I don't even know if I have three and a half hours to give you, but I kind of I got it done, right? But it was just like it took a sec. But Quest Love, I can appreciate him because his isn't even about hip hop, mm-hmm. like almost I don't think I've heard anything about hip hop so far. But, like, he'll have, like, he had Babyface on there. He's had, like, um... Oh, that's Steven dope. Steve was on there. Like, but he also envied some Michael Jackson stuff. Like, hmm. get stories that you were, like... It's like watching a documentary, but on a podcast. Because Questlove is a geek. Him and Fonte are, like, music
1: I'm geek. down for the first one. Like, you made me go look at it. Like, he got George Clayton on here.
0: Yo, he got Todd... R- Do you know who Todd Ruttegret is?
1: No. Who is that?
0: Um so do you remember hello it's me
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so not th- so he he did the original hello it's me and then it was like well no, no no i feel like he was in a band that did it and then he made it huge interesting ron isley did it of course mm-hmm. and then, like, badu did her version of it but like i didn't know how much he played a part into in the music around that time kind of like a michael mcdonald where you like you're like oh, okay he was with the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. He had his own music, but he was also singing with, like, Steely Dan. He was singing with a whole bunch of other people, That's writing true. for a whole bunch of people. So you really don't know how um, Like, it's inter-
1: intertwined
0: he is for real. Right. So, like, it's, it's th- there are things in the, that podcast where I'm like, wow, you just put me on. Yeah. And then, while I'm not that much of a geek, I want to be that student. Facts. <laughs> so, <stop. laughs> so I can even, I can geek out, geek out about the music even more. Than I was because I now I know the backstory on how it was made. Yeah, but, um,
1: that's the 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 best part. I think it's, yeah. that's why I love doc- documentaries so much because there's so many you know just things you didn't know. Like I had no idea that Quincy Jones did all that shit for Frank Sinatra.
0: Like right. my mind
1: was so fucking blown. <laughs> that documentary was crazy. The- yeah,
0: he he's a different type of guy. I just thought. I mean, I always thought like he was just Michael Jackson's producer, mm-hmm. but yeah he's a composer. like he's a full out composer full
1: out composer it it made it made me appreciate um like i'm a really like i originally when i went to school i wanted to go to compose music scores so mm-hmm. hearing you know hearing him and seeing him that he did that with a full-out orchestra and like at a time where that wasn't even a thing you know like Mm -hmm. you had no you know no one else to look at you just kind of created this path for yourself and i was just like damn that shit is fucking awesome
0: exactly exactly it was that's my and then they were recording on wax so it's like once again musicians you can't mess up Mm -mm. There there is no like you can take you can do different takes, but you don't want to be the person messing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's
1: brown you, to you do not want to hit a C when you need to be at an A. Right. Flat. Like, do not fuck this up. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> um, so with the top five theme, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna ask you a top five question. Ooh. Right. So what are your top five song remakes? Like what's the original?
1: Ooh top five remakes that's tough <laughs> um damn
0: I know I never like, even I,
1: had that question asked so now I'm kind of digging in my brain like what remakes do I like I know um,
0: it's, it's one of those like on my on my game. I have right I damn. yeah I
1: was just <laughs> yeah like now you gotta really think about what songs <laughs> you you like and who made the first one um, Right. Top five remakes. Let me dabble. Okay. I'ma I'ma I'm sit on that. Okay, I promise I'ma come back to it. <laughs> or
0: we can go to we can go to your top five, because I know we share this, top five blue eyed soul songs.
1: Um definitely I know this is like a classic, but I fucking love this song. Mm-hmm. Um Sarah Smile by Hall and yeah. yes. Um, Kiss on my list. <laughs> oh, no. Just because I love that song. It's only because it's so corny, but it's so cute. It is perfect. We such... and Daryl Hall have the
0: same birthday, so oh, I'm already like, a Hall and geek. That's I cool. that right? Now.
1: I've only seen them once at, like, I think Music Midtown, and... I probably was the only 22-year-old that was losing their mind about Hall and Oates. <laughs> I've never seen them live. Oh, they did ben so good. I already know. They did I amazing. It's crazy. Um, who else? Um, who else?
0: One of mine is um like you said, it's kinda not corny, but everybody loves it. What are you gonna do for love by Bobby Caldwell?
1: Fam, I didn't even know that nigga was white. <laughs> A
0: lot of people still don't, which is
1: crazy. Yes. Oh, have you I heard the out. extended version to that song? No. Oh, I'm gonna send it to you. It's okay. it's really cool. It's it's dope. I need yeah, I need that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's super dope. It does this weird, like, um, kinda has this uh like the 70 movies vibe in the beginning, like what you want to do? Oh, for love. Real? oh my god, it's so cool! i send it to oh, you. Oh, yeah, I
0: got yeah, I got yeah.
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bobby Carlin, yeah, right. I think he's dope. Um, yeah, I didn't even know he was white, but yeah, that's definitely a good one. Um, Let me
0: sample one of his songs too. Um, remember The Light by Common? Mm-hmm. That's him, that's his song. Interesting, Open. the song called Open Your Eyes, but um. If you listen to that song, it's like, oh duh. I mean that's that's the hook to his song. Did not
1: know that. So you learn something every day. <laughs> there you um go. I love Duran Duran. I never got into them. Oh, I like them so much. They're they're really cool. Mm. They're like um definitely that straight out of the eighties with the terrible drum kits. And <laughs> <laughs> all of that. But I really like them. <laughs> what song should I listen to? Where should I start? I love Come Undone. I don't know how oh. I got put on that song. But okay. yeah, I like that song. Um I think. Song. Yeah, I think my brother put me on Duran Duran, to be honest. And he's younger than me. And my brother's twenty four. Yeah, twenty three, oh, wow. twenty four. Yeah, he put me on that. Um, but yeah, I I like that joint. I like Duran Duran a lot. Yeah. Um and I get—I mean, you can't can't not dismiss Michael McDonald. Like, come on, he's he's a blue-eyed soul classic. <laughs> or, I mean, like he's the epitome. He's the right? epitome of blue-eyed soul. Yeah. What's your
0: favorite Michael McDonald or Doobie Brothers song?
1: Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite song by them in particular. I just know mm-hmm. that when that when he comes on, I'm like, yeah, this is a, this is a hit. This is a Michael McDonald song for sure. Dude, a yeah. minute by how he starts the
0: song. I don't know if you know the beginning of that song, but he's like just playing keys, but he's playing almost like he's in church. I could... The Michael like, McDonald song? <clears throat> yeah. Huh. I can't even do it. <laughs> I'm going to sound crazy. Listen a Minute by Minute. When you hear it, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Bet. But it comes <laughs> on like it's about to be a, a hype church song. Like He comes
1: on going in on the piano, but
0: I'm putting, cool. that on,
1: putting that on my to-do list right now. Mm-hmm. I'm cue- cueing it on my Apple Music, so I can <laughs> can begin to listen to it as soon as as soon as I'm done. Right, that's the jam. Yeah, fuck with it. But it's, yeah, Blue Artso is so funny because <laughs> I guess like like you, when you're gro- when you're listening to music, you're not really thinking like, oh, I wonder what this person looks like. So exactly. then when you when you've seen them, like I didn't even know um, Hall and Oates was like a black and white guy. So when I, when I seen, I think I seen him on a cover or something, I was going through like OCDs and I was like, are you kidding me? This, this is a black and white guy this whole time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Is um John Oates, is he, is he black?
1: I think, I think Daryl
0: is. Dark yeah.
1: Daryl.
0: Oh, so you need to watch Daryl's house too. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. So Daryl Hall has a whole show. I don't know if he's recording still, mm-hmm. but he brings like artists like he, he had Wyclef on there he's had Mayor Hawthorne they'll they'll basically perform some of the like they'll do like a couple Mayor Hawthorne songs and mm-hmm. a couple of Note songs but Daryl Hall is at his house like he has a whole studio in his house where he plays live mm-hmm. and he'll have his bandmates there and they'll play both um artist
1: songs interesting what is yeah. what is it on um
0: I don't know what channel it comes on, but you can go on YouTube and watch okay. the episodes. It's called Daryl's House. Daryl's House. It's it's awesome. Killing you're gonna. Too. You're gonna love. That. Um.
1: Also, probably one of my favorite uh, white bands would probably be um. The Foo Fighters. Oh, nice. I have I watched this um, probably like a year or two ago, um, this documentary about you know just them and touring and like. Um, I think it was like the last project they were putting out and the shit was so, it was so cool, man. And I had just found like this new level of like appreciation for them. But yeah, I definitely love the Foo Fighters.
0: Did you watch um, Sonic Highways, that documentary? Is that what it was? I think it was. Yeah. It was like different episodes. I think it was on HBO. Yeah. It was different episodes. They would go to different cities, learn about the history in that city mm-hmm. and record in the legendary Studios. in that studio yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah that
0: was that was a really dope
1: documentary yeah it, I,
0: man i learned see and you learn so much even through that because they they went back to the origins of like punk rock and the origins of blues and the origins of you know music and i don't even know whatever state or city they were in they were
1: it wasn't like a not a town you would just randomly know <laughs> it was no it was not at some, all. yeah <laughs> i i found like such a new appreciation for them. Like even them recording that album and like knowing how many other people had sat in that studio and it was just dope. It was super dope. The acoustics, like some some things,
0: they just didn't change just to get the right acoustics. Right. Like, and acoustic. yeah. So then, as they were there, they were recording, which made it even better. Even now, like when it comes to Blue Eyed Soul or like let's say seventy soft rock or just soft rock in general, mm-hmm. I think they're still
1: like we both love Mac airs. For so we have sure, oh, he's that kid. So talented, it is sick. <laughs> Man. I don't have. I don't think there's a song that he's put out that I don't like at all. At all. like <laughs> it's crazy. But the, yeah, he
0: he came out of nowhere. I don't even know how I found him. It I don't had know to be how like, I found him either. I the think thing.
1: I don't know how I found him either. But when I, I think I was listening to damn, how did I find him? I don't know how I found him, but when I did, I downloaded like that one album, and I was like, yeah, I fuck with this. Like the entire album, and I was like, yeah, whenever he puts out stuff, I'm just gonna just download it and and like it, because he's just really talented. Yeah, it
0: goes. And I don't know what it is. It's like, people can make the argument, it's like, oh, you know, white people keep taking our genres, but it's like, but if you do it well, I can't even be mad
1: at you. No, not at all. Like, I I get that sentiment, too, but I I think, um, more importantly, I, at least, I would like to think that they study a little bit more of, like, the music that they want to, like, want to sound like, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know, they can, I don't think that they're trying to be Black. Just, right. you know, I don't, I don't even know how you can, I mean, I know how you can, but, I think yeah, you, if you genuinely imitate, you could be inspired. By yeah, like, when you genuinely care about you know your music as an artist, you know I don't I think it's kind of hard to to get good sound in music when you're not being you know when you're not being authentic. I think then that kind of comes off as like you're trying to be something that you're not instead of just being you. And absolutely. some people just got soul in them like naturally. Like you can right. you can just hear like no this this person. This person knows his shit. He knows. He knows what he's doing. Exactly. Like even
0: the Steely Dan um, documentary I watched, he was talking about how he used to work at like a jazz radio station,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and through that, it's so funny because even like the way he was saying it, it was like, "Oh, you're you're old school." Because I don't know if he even said like he didn't say colored. I, I want to say he did not say colored. But you know, <laughs> the way he was saying, like, Black musicians, it's like, oh, you come from back in the day. But mm-hmm. he meant it in such, like, a, I loved it so much. And it inspired me so much. Like, that's just where my ear went. Mm-hmm. So even in Seeley dance music, like, he sang with a, a little bit of soul in his heart. Even his musicians, the musicians he brought in, or they brought in, like, jazz, of course, is primarily a Black genre, so... You know, you're you're automatically if you're tuned into that, right? You're just gonna have soul soul in you, and like you said, you're born with that, so you can identify. Mm-hmm. it's so like, yeah, I can't be mad at that.
1: Not <laughs> mad at that at all,
0: at all. <laughs> but yeah, girl. So um, your playlist, how often do you update your playlist? Or you have different volumes
1: though, right? Yeah, I do different volumes. I was gonna do the. I, I it's so funny. So <laughs> I put that the very first one together like a year and a half ago and I was just sitting on it for all the reasons of me procrastinating and doubting myself and all of that (laughs) and um, I was like I'm just put it out one day I was like I don't know what I want to call it because I was like I don't really have a good name for it or like whatever Um, and I was like well I'm just gonna put it out call it herbal tea whiskey because I smoke. I really do like tea, and I really fuck with whiskey. And yeah. That's just what we're <laughs> gonna call it. So, and from that's there, the just, vibe, yeah, it just kind of <laughs> went on from there. But I try to put them out like at the beginning of every month. Mm-hmm. Um, usually by like that first or like second Sunday of the month, I try to put it out. Um, yeah, it's just like like I said, just things that I naturally gravitate towards, like chill, um, hip hop, you know, some neo soul love a good meal, so um i like things with um where you can actually hear somebody giving a fuck about an instrument in the back um yeah <laughs> yeah so it's it's a, it's a good little mix of, of just like real chill vibes some soul every now and again i'll throw a little a little hip-hop little dance joint in there but right a little lo-fi yeah oh i love lo-fi <laughs> it's, it's so underrated like I used to be at work, and my manager would be like, what are you listening to? I'm like, because I have to hear people talk all day, I don't want to hear music, like, with words. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's how I feel, like, about, I
0: always say their name weird, but Cranebin. Crongbin. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, they're not technically lo-fi, but it's more instrumental. Gotcha. So they, their music is, is wild to me. Who is your favorite artist? Like, who have you discovered, like, in the past week? Have you discovered anybody new?
1: Um, besides the one that you sent me, um, not anyone new in particular. I do like Play Nice. I've been I've been vibing with them for a while. Who mm-hmm. Play Nice? Play Nice. Mm-hmm. I've never. Oh, I think I saw you posting them the other day. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty dope. Um, I love Alex Isley. I think she's a yeah. really good artist. Um, like butter. Yeah. Oh man, she's it's it's so light. It's like crazy. oh Yeah. She 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 really did a good one. They did a good one with that one. <laughs>
0: like so light that you're like, how did you even get the notes out? It, yes.
1: <laughs> like, but I can still
0: hear you. It's like not listening. like
1: yeah. It's not like a. It's like airy light, not like a weird, creepy like Janet Jackson like. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like a. No, I can hear you, but this. It's like you sound like a breeze, like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Um, he's a really good artist. I'll I'll send you his album too, but that shit is just fire. It's dope. It's real real neo soul hip hop. Um, really really nice album. Like the the he's a nice, nice artist, really nice artist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, I'm down. Send it to me. Gotcha. <laughs> well, thank you again for joining me. I appreciate. Thanks it. You for having me. Send me all these links. I'm
1: gonna send you some links. Yes, definitely uh, will. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I can't wait till COVID's over so I can come to one of your um one of your top your tea uh, game nights.
0: I know. I need to have another one, but like since COVID, I mean COVID's. I don't think ever gonna be. No, it's not. (laughs) But since since we're a little bit more open, a little bit more easily, we should get get up soon, definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah. This (laughs) time my friend was like, "I hate that I never went," but I was like, "It was always on Monday," and I was like, "I could never make it like from the podcast, you know, back over there." Oh yeah i was like i really want to go i was like you ever just met somebody online y'all just like friends (laughs) right (laughs) i was like i've never met this person but i know for sure right (laughs) but thanks for having me and congratulations on starting your pod
0: thanks i know right now i have like all the joe bun lingo yeah listen to
1: yeah. that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm potty yeah, today. Now you're potty. <laughs> now now you potty. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> well, thank you so much, girl. Absolutely. Have a wonderful week ahead. I
1: will. <laughs> you, you too, can-